Hello and welcome. We're live with episode three of Future Tech Chat. Uh, today we'll be discussing the cloud. Um, I will be your host today, Rob Attrell. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was just a really great intro, Rob. Thank you. I don't know how to turn off the screen share. <laughs> it's not... It was so good. Um, okay, so my guests today are Nick Maddox, uh, who is a scientist and self-described possible hobo. Nick, Hello. introduce yourself. Rob said it all, really. Hello. Um, Nick, why don't you introduce the rest of the gang while I get this screen share working? <laughs> Uh, if I'm correct, to the left of my little tiny bubble there, you'll see Mike Attrell. Attrell? Attrell? Either one. Attrell. You'll see Mike, who is <laughs> an engineer and actual hobo. Hello, Why everyone. don't you say hello, Mike? Hello, everyone. Calling you from my hobo abode. <laughs> hobo abode? Hobo abode. And to the left of Mike, you will see nothingness. A blank. You'll see Rob's attempts to try to get back on air. And to the left of that, you'll see the lovely Chiggy Sue Higman. I'm Say hello, Chiggy. I'm actually to the right of you. Are you actually? All right. Well, on my screen. <laughs> so, for, so apparently the order isn't universal. No, the order so, isn't universal. Where is that disembodied voice coming from? <laughs> I'm now a photo, which is an improvement, technically. Okay, uh, <laughs> we want to do this efficiently. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the cloud, which is, uh, which is another sort of nebulous topic like um, social media <laughs> yesterday. Uh, it's funny, because a nebula is a cloud. It doesn't, exactly. It doesn't have a strict definition. Um, I like to think of uh, even something as simple as Gmail being a cloud service. Um, what do you guys think? Is is uh, how do you define the cloud? Let's start with uh, Mike. Um, I'd say it's like kind of a the way the way that I use it is like a storage service that you can access regardless of what device you're using or where you are. It's a, a service of convenience and something that you may or may not have to pay for, depending on what you want to get out of it. I like that definition. Nick, what do you think? I think it usually... <clears throat> like, colloquially, I think it usually refers to things that are, like centered around host or storing large amounts of data for you. But I think the cloud could really be anything that's just happening on a server farm. Okay, I like that. I like that too. So you take a pretty broad definition as well. Karen, that I would. Think? 
I think I would prefer Mike's definition more, but I don't see any problem with Nick's. I mean, there's not really much more I can add to their definitions at this point. Um, but so you mostly agree? I mostly agree with both of them, but probably more so Mike. Okay. This is ridiculous. <laughs> there is. So, okay, but let's... um. The most, the most common use of the term, when, when people refer to the cloud, uh, they're normally talking about um, services that will store documents for you. In general, that's um, what they're referring to, so services like Dropbox or Google Drive. Um, so I guess I, you probably wouldn't be here or you wouldn't be as interested in talking about this if you didn't already subscribe to at least one of these services. Um, why don't we start with you this time, Carolyn? What uh, what cloud services for for file storage do you use? Dropbox. Dropbox, just Dropbox. Yep. Okay. I have a ton of Dropbox storage, so I don't really require more than that. Makes sense. It's uh, yeah, it's probably the best cross-platform. Just wait. Uh, would you include something like iTunes Match cloud storage? Uh, well, I mean, I would, technically, but it's not really files. It's, it's a different beast. Okay. Well, then just drop off. Nick, what about you? Uh, I have a bunch. In terms of actual usage, it's usually just uh, Dropbox, maybe Google Drive. Okay. Although, Sorry? I lied. I also have Google Drive. You use it? Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I do. But, yeah, I have Google Drive. I don't use it as much. I also have Microsoft's, like, SkyDrive OneCloud. I don't actually use that except for archiving things, but, like, I have it because I got it when I got a copy of Windows 8. Right. And I also have uh, Ubuntu One storage, which I don't actively use right now because I don't use Ubuntu as much, but it's really handy when I'm actually using it. Yeah. Um, how much free storage does Ubuntu One give you? I'm assuming you only use the free. Yeah. If you only use the free one. That's a great question. I'm not actually sure. Well, that's, I guess, a good thing. It's easily Googleable, though, so I might do that now. Mike, what about you? What uh, cloud services do you like and use? Um, I actually use about three. Um, I use Dropbox and Box and Google Drive. Um, I guess okay. if you count the G Plus auto upload as Google Drive, unless you want to count that as a fourth one. Uh, no, that's that for for this purpose. I think we can. Include that in Google Drive. Okay, so then yeah, so those three. Um, and as far as free storage goes, I think I have about five, no, over five with Dropbox, and then fifty with Box, and the twenty-five with Google Drive. Okay. So pretty set for that. Having checked, Ubuntu One is five gigabytes free. Okay, that's not too bad. It's about the average? Well, for a free operating system, it's pretty good. Yeah. 
So personally, I uh, I tend to use Dropbox for about half and Google Drive for the other half. Um, I've also I haven't really made much use of OneDrive, uh, which was formerly SkyDrive, which is Microsoft's cloud. But uh, this past week they they changed the name from SkyDrive to OneDrive and gave away um, a lot of storage as part of that promotion. So now I'm at actually 130 gigabytes storage with OneDrive. And uh, I don't really know what to do with that. <laughs> is, there ma- Sorry? is there a maximum upload size for those files on OneDrive? Those ones are 2 gigabytes, I believe. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I don't really know what I would do with all that, but um, I have it now. <laughs> uh, by the way, as an update on Glad the to hear situation. It. Sorry? It seems like my... Uh, the software is just frozen, and that I don't know what exactly did that, but uh, having very little luck getting that back. Can you join us from your other account? In theory. <laughs> so, Rob, I just want to point out that I'm so glad you went to the uh, trouble of making sure you looked presentable today. <laughs> I did, and then it wasn't even it wasn't even visible remotely at any point. What well, it was before we went live. Well, I understand that, but then the title card ruined everything. Um, well, in theory, I mean, I could join. I could join from anywhere, but because uh, I have three things within five feet of me that would all that could all also join this chat, but then I would lose all control. Actually, I'm going to do that. Screw it. What? What a fantastic idea you just had. It uh, it just negates everything that I've done so far up until now. It makes me feel bad, but it's a good idea. <laughs> well, it's true. Unequivocally true. We're so professional. Very much so. Are you sure you don't want to carry on as a disembodied voice? <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure I kind of want to. It's like a big brother thing. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm doing this, let's move on to um what kind of documents are do you store in these cloud services? Uh why don't we start with Mike? Um I use the Dropbox auto upload uh, for photos, as well as the uh, G Plus auto upload, um, <clears throat> and then when Dropbox gets full, then I just move my files over onto Box because that has more storage, and then I just continue using Dropbox as kind of an auto upload um, vehicle. Um, and then I have the Box used as my my documents folder on the computer, so that anything that I put on there gets synced up there. Then I can pull whatever files off that I need from there. Um, so yeah, mainly mainly just photos and and random documents that might come in handy, like uh, PDFs or receipts or application forms or whatever. Um, and then I use like Google Drive to actually do some word processing and stuff. Like even yesterday, I was putting together a Word document and I was about to open Microsoft Word when I realized that I could just do it right on Google Drive because I was going to share it with another guy anyway, so I just 
sent him, shared the folder with him, and uh, he was able to do comment and edit on there. So yeah, kind of shows the the usefulness of that. You look very nice today, by the way, Rob. Uh, I'm sorry, this double audio is really distracting. There we go. That was my goal. My goal, I spent the last hour before we started getting all pretty and then... An hour. I screwed myself by trying, to make, by trying to be professional and have a title card. An hour. Which, by the way, is stored in Dropbox. <laughs> Not that it was related to it, to it in any way. Um, okay, so how about Carolyn? Let's say, what uh, what kind of files do you store on the cloud? Work documents. Am I the only one that can't hear anything? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think it's really ironic that this is supposed to be a future tech chat and that I handle on Google Plus at this point. <laughs> These problems are all future problems. <laughs> Oh, he can hear us. Uh-oh. <laughs> two I like. I like that the disembodied voice now has an echo to it. It's coming from like two accounts. <laughs> okay, I solved the problem. Which problem? It was a very future problem. I uh, require an advanced solution. There we go. I'm not going to tell you. Hear that, that potential one. employers? Rob's a problem solver. <laughs> They, the computer was on mute. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, I missed what you said, Carolyn, but we can move on. If it... All I said was work documents of various types: oh. PDFs, Word docs, PowerPoints, Excel files. I have ma it's mainly used for shared folders. Okay, so no, no photos or anything. No, nothing personal, really. No. Interesting, okay. How about you, Nick? Matches up with Carolyn's pretty well. Um, I do have the auto-upload with Google+, which, I mean, isn't a service I sought out, but it's one that I very much enjoy using. And other than that, it's mostly, like, Word documents, things pertinent to work, things that would just be a real pain in the ass if I lost. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I don't like how quickly that uh, that was noticed by everyone. <laughs> oh. It's actually kind of sad. So, how about you, Rob? <clears throat> what, what what do you put on the cloud? I put everything on the cloud. To be honest, I don't like. First of all, I don't like physical objects that much, unless they can enable me to access things that are on the cloud. Um, but I mean, I put I put photos in at least three different places in the cloud. Um, 
Sorry? Are they duplicated or is there, are they different photos in each No, they're duplicated. Well, they're triplicated. Why? <laughs> like, um, I think that's really silly. What if two of the clouds go down, Carolyn? What then? Well, no, I have I have no. PhotoStream, which which Apple uses. Yeah, that's um, what I, I use. Yeah, I have Google Plus Auto Upload, which I use to keep track of my photos, not like <laughs> permanently. Sorry, I just saw your tagline. I think they noticed like five minutes they ago. They did, yeah. I just um, <laughs> and I use Dropbox Auto Upload because that gives me. A, a physical place on my hard drive that has photos in it. But I thought you didn't like physical objects. Why don't you just have them in the cloud? Okay, it gives me a digital place in my on my actual hard drive that they're they're physically on my computer as opposed to just being on the internet. So why don't you use just Dropbox? Like, because. why do you have them on? Google? I'm sorry, I missed the Google Plus explanation. Well, really, I'm hoping that that service will continue to get better, and it will eventually, and it is actually starting to um, add an option to store things locally. Um, but I just really like Google, and I like sharing photos from there. It's a good place to keep track of everything. They have really good organization and photo editing tools. Okay, it just seems a little redundant to have them in so many places. Well, that is the good thing about cloud storage is that it is redundant, and so you can't lose information. Mm -hmm. Redundancy is actually an important part of cloud storage in that um, even when they're, even when you do upload your stuff to a server, um, whoever's whatever company it belongs to, um, they store it in multiple places in their on their servers. So I have redundant redundancy. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't that seem illogical? No. I mean, it's fine, as long as I don't. As long as none of these services are missing any of the things, they all keep complete backups. It's all free. I'm not. I'm not paying for it. There's. I could turn on Facebook uh, auto backup. I could turn on SkyDrive auto or OneDrive auto backup. I can have like six or seven redundant. So why not? Why don't you turn them all on? Uh, mainly because it'll eventually start costing money, and. It's annoying to keep track of, and it uses a lot of data to upload a photo to seven different places. But it still uses a lot of data to upload a photo to three or four different places. Right, but I use it in, in those places. Okay. Yeah. It's a little redundant, but uh, hopefully these companies will start working together a little bit more than they do, and the okay. redundancy will be, will be a good thing. Yeah, why can't the ridiculous competitors just, like, get along? <laughs> they do in some respects. Just not not necessarily the direct competitors all the time. Like, Google and um, Apple have a <clears throat> tenuous relationship, but they do work together on, on some things. Okay. Or at least, yeah, Google tries to work with Apple. Apple doesn't really try to work with Google very much. Well, I think I cut you off after you started with photos. Yeah, no, that was that was okay. I keep a lot of documents on uh, a lot of personal stuff on um, Google Drive, just because it has cross-platform editing and really good sharing. Um, yeah, so I have a lot of documents that where I just like, for instance, the idea generation for this is kept on Google Drive, and 
I don't know, on des on uh, Dropbox, it's mainly just because I have so much, I like 15 gigs of storage, I just sort of throw every, I, that's basically where I keep all my stuff that I don't want, um, if my computer blew up tomorrow, that I would want to still have. Fun story about that after you're done. I'm done. It's okay. Okay. Apparently, like, this is when, uh, oh, let's think, when was this? I want to say it was about 2009 or so. Um, I heard the story that, you know, was a couple years late, but it must have been just, like, just when a lot of cloud storage was starting to get started, or was starting up. And uh, they said they had this one, like, boss who just never kept a paper copy of anything at his desk, just said, well, you know, like, with all the stuff on the cloud, I can just, like, you know, get up and leave one day. And apparently that's just what he did. He gave, like, where, you know, one would normally give two weeks' notice. He just, like, said, no, I'm going to leave. Bye. Didn't actually have to come into the office to pick anything up. Everything was on the cloud. He was just gone all of a sudden. And so did they lose all that? And that's the story. Did he take all the cloud? The power of the cloud. <laughs> is that, is that a good thing? Like, did he take the cloud stuff with him, or, like, were they screwed after he left? I don't know. Nick, did you say the power of the cloud really slowly, or was your mic, no. was your audio just, like, freezing while you were saying it? His audio glitched as it sounded. I'm pretty sure it was freezing. <laughs> the power really of the cloud. <laughs> That's why you were all laughing. Someone at the NSA is, is listening to this. <laughs> pretty epic timing for an audio glitch. <laughs> when you rewatch it, you should definitely listen to that part. Yeah. I really want to. <laughs> So the last thing I wanted to say personally is um, what do you guys think about the, the sort of much talked about privacy issues with giving um, corporations and theoretically therefore their government's um, power to potentially be accessing your stuff? Uh, why don't we start with Carolyn? I've never really, it's never really been a concern of mine honestly. Okay. That's never, like, like these big companies like Dropbox and things. I guess I've I've never heard of a situation like that. But doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I suppose. I mean, I don't keep anything overly secretive or private in my cloud. Yeah. And even if I did keep more personal documents, like photos and things, I mean, it's going to be like twenty thousand photos of my dog. So I don't really <laughs> care if the government sees those. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I feel. I just don't have very risque private documents, but uh, for me, it's not really a concern. Yeah. Okay, I agree. Uh, how about Nick? Um, I've had like my co-op contracts were both like the stuff I came up with was considered confidential. Mm -hmm. So like that kind of stuff, I try not to keep it on the cloud where I can. So just like hard disk and like USB backup kind of stuff, but 
like none of it is particularly earth shattering, but you know. If I could just add one thing, like all of the work you do as a graduate student is there's some level of confidentiality to it, and my entire research group, I think department slash faculty, it's everyone stores everything on Dropbox for ease of sharing with supervisor and coworkers and things like that, and no one is concerned at all, even with you know super top secret projects or anything like that. Right. I think their encryption of our personal data is sort of stronger than our passwords are. So it's good enough in that for it to get more secure, we'd have to also be more secure, and that's just not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. How about you? What's that? Do you have any, any fun oh, stuff? That... Um, I'm kind of the same mindset as Carolyn. Um, that, like, you know, if people want to, like, go, you know, look at my resume, then that's probably better for me than anything. Sure. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, it's just pictures of, like, my baby and, I don't know, holidays. Like, <laughs> if, like I, I honestly don't know what would be on there. Like, you know, it's... Like, I think even if I kept, like, sensitive information, like, banking information or whatever, like... I don't know, I guess I don't see myself as a target or yeah. Maybe that's just naive or blissful ignorance or something. <laughs> Someone can rob me, but they're not going to get very much. <laughs> <laughs> they can steal my identity, but all they're going to steal is student loans. <laughs> the, yeah. the debt of the student loans, not the actual money. <laughs> I've always thought that about my banking information, too. It's like if someone wants to steal my identity, that's... Pretty much okay. I don't really. Have, you can take my debts too. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you a question, Rob? Sure. So I was reading on the the page, the Google Plus page for this, right before we started, and uh, you had written we we're we're going to discuss the pros and cons of the cloud, and my immediate thought was, well, what are the what are the cons? Well, and then actually, Nick wrote. Yeah, you stole that from Nick. <laughs> I didn't steal it. I thought it, and then I saw Nick wrote it, and I was like, "Yeah, exactly. What are the cons?" So, did you were you planning on discussing that at all? Because I don't know if we've really touched on it past, you know, these possible security flaws that none of us are concerned about. Yeah. So, um, the cons are really social and relating to the weaknesses of people around the cloud more so than the cloud itself. Um, there's a, a guy on YouTube named Tom Scott who is British, and he he's made a ton of videos about digital stuff. And uh, he gave one talk at this conference um, discussing how there are there's a there's an echelon at Google uh, that basically have complete like autonomous power over making changes to code, and if if some change happens to, to a piece of Google code, um, one of those five people has to approve it before it actually goes live. And he told a story about a hypothetical story about how um, one of these people was disgruntled in some way, and so they accepted it. They made a single code change that basically said if someone tries to log in uh, to a Google account, they get access. Whatever password they enter, they will be granted access to any account. 
And he went on a sort of a, a five or 10 minute description of what would happen if, if that hypothetical situation took place. And I thought it was really interesting that uh, it basically caused global chaos um, if, if that's a thing were to happen. So I don't think there's necessarily a con of cloud computing. It's just it can corrupt people if it's used incorrectly or if people trust it in a way that, uh, and that, well, if they trust it and then that trust is violated. If people are storing a lot of sensitive information, maybe we don't, but I know there are a lot of people that do, um, maybe that can be corrupted and we can all suddenly be found um, very much wishing we had more privacy. Is there a cat? Or a baby? Yeah, sorry, that's my cat. A cat and a baby. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a cautionary tale. It, it was like, I mean, he, the, the person that was talking also uses Google for everything, and he keeps a very digital life. He was just warning that that it's not necessarily all sunshine and rainbows. If, if the worst happens, there's a lot of ramifications. I think that's... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um, I don't know, just, like, thinking about the trust that we put in technology and just in things in general, I think, like, you could you could almost say the same thing, like, you know, you put your trust in a pilot when you go on an airplane that they're going to fly the plane properly and that they know how to fly it and they know how to land the plane and take off and all that kind of stuff, but you hear stories of, you know, pilots who don't have that training experience that they, like, run a plane into the ground and kill an entire plane of people. Yeah. But I don't think that's to say, like, well, maybe we shouldn't be putting our trust in pilots. I think that's saying well, sometimes that trust is violated because, you know, they don't have the training or, yeah, someone has a bad day or whatever. But I think it's just one of those things you have to accept that you put your trust in things knowing that that trust could be violated, but you just hope that it doesn't. Yeah, you put faith in humanity as a whole. Yeah, yeah and if, if you don't want to, if you don't feel that you can, you don't have to. Right. No one is forcing you to store anything on the cloud. That's true. It is it, as it gets ex increasingly convenient, um, it becomes harder and harder to resist. But you still never have the. You don't have the, to. Yeah. There's yeah. There's a whole convenience versus security argument. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Ideally, you'd keep a, a paper copy of everything you've ever done, um, on sort of laminated and in a safe and. That is not ideal. <laughs> around with you, yeah. It's sort of the most secure, but it's the least convenient. I I print so few documents. I drives me nuts. Anything on paper on my desk, by the end of the day, I throw it out. Even even in a world where per printers don't break and are perfect, I still wouldn't. But they're the reality is that they're also terrible. I I hate having printed things. Yeah. Like, I just think about, you know, okay, PhD five years, if I'm going to print every paper I'm going to read, which is what people, a lot of people do that. Yeah. I don't want 17 binders filled with papers when I'm done my PhD that I have to sort through or just get rid of. Yeah. And I can just read it on my computer or on my iPad and highlight it just as easily and take notes on it just as easily. Yeah. Anybody else have any thoughts on, Mike, you had something you want to say? Is it, is it obsolete now? What's that? You were trying to say something, and is it now gone? Oh, I did say it about just the trust we put in people. 
Um, okay. Well, I mean, we can uh, we can move on to to your point and um, what kind of things. I guess we can start with what you look for in a cloud storage service in terms of capacity, price, um, reputability, the points you made. Um, for me, I think I look for something free because I'm cheap. And uh, I, don't know, I, I look for something that I can use effortlessly that I don't have to work too much for. Um, like with auto-upload features or streaming features or um, device integration, either on my computer or my phone or whatever. Um, I still haven't found a Android or PC-based music streaming service. It's that, was also, that was also free. <laughs> In Canada. In Canada, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think those are the main things. So I think free and effortless use. Anybody else? What, uh, Carolyn? What do you look for in cloud storage? Definitely free. Um, I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, device integration I think is also really important. Like I love having my Dropbox on my Mac. Like mm -hmm. I can without having to go to the Dropbox website. If you know what I mean. Um, but also the ability to share folders easily. I mean, I, there are some downfalls to Dropbox that I that really bother me about it, but uh, I think overall it's okay in terms of uh, document sharing, folder sharing, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. But I, I do have a few problems with it, but yeah. Okay. Nick, how about you? Basically, if it's not free, I'm probably not going to use it, although I haven't had the opportunity to use any of them yet, but I know we have paid Dropbox uh, accounts with work right. just for like some of the collaborative projects we're on but again like I haven't gotten to use them yet because General Motors doesn't pay my bills so um, yeah free free and ease of use are the biggest two like like Dropbox I enjoy that there is a folder on my computer that I can actually just like drag and drop things in and out of. <laughs> Bless you, Carolyn. <clears throat> Whereas like with I don't know, Ubuntu one, when I'm not using Ubuntu, like you don't have that drag and drop ability and it's frustrating. So yeah. I I guess that's the long and short of my position. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um so an interesting question popped into my head as you guys were saying those things. Um, if you, if money was no object and you had unlimited storage with any of these services and their existing capacities, um, which would be your service? Your, ideally in that situation, you'll use one service and you couldn't use any others. Um, which one would you pick? Uh, Mike, start with you. I would pick the Google Apps and Google Drive just because of the, uh, the fact that they do have their own suite of applications, word processing and presentation in Excel and that kind of thing. And then integrate that with unlimited storage. That would be amazing. Okay. Carolyn, how about you? I agree with Mike. Google Apps, okay. Nick? My gut reaction was uh, Dropbox, but Mike makes a 
very convincing argument. I would probably go Google Drive. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold statement, um, and say with one, if there was one tiny change in functionality, um, I, I would pick Google Drive right now. But if there was one tiny change in functionality, um, I would switch to OneDrive. What's that change? Um, right now, you cannot. Uh, it's not integrated to be able to upload files from mobile devices. All you can upload is photos. If you could upload files, that, that's really the only thing that is tying me to Dropbox now that I have literally 10 times the storage on OneDrive. Why, do you, why would you need to upload it with that when with Google you can just do something within online environment? Well, I, I'm actually, I actually find um, Google Drive's mobile applications kind of lacking. And with with OneDrive and Microsoft, the online uh, suite of Excel, Word, and uh, PowerPoint, and Outlook, and OneNote, um, if you have a paid subscription or if you have unlimited storage, for instance, uh, they're really good. They're catching up quickly to Drive. I've never used their online app, so I can't comment on that. If you have a, um, I think if you just have a Microsoft account and any subscription to uh, Office, it'll give you it gives you access to these web apps with all the official Microsoft stuff. It's it's a bit more feature complete than um, the Google Drive applications. That being said, I, I right now I, I like Google overall, just uh, the way the way it is, and. Uh, if we're just talking unlimited storage, I think I would still stick with Google Apps. Also, if I had unlimited storage, I would um, Google Auto Upload would get even better because you could upload photos at their full resolution instead of maxing out at 2,048 pixels. I think they already do full res uploads, don't they? But they those count towards your drive storage. Yeah, we well, have 25 gigs of that. I have 15. Oh. And I'm sorry to hear that. That would fill oh up. Oh my! I know that. I know that would fill up quickly, and I wouldn't want to be constantly purging stuff. Yeah. If if they integrated Google Plus Photos with Drive, which I'm sure they will eventually. I think that would be more compelling. But right now, um, there's no real easy, very easy way to access your photos that are in Google Plus Photos, other than by downloading albums individually as zip files. So I'd rather have Dropbox's photos, just because it keeps them in a folder on your actual desktop. Uh, so I think we're coming up to approximately 40 minutes by my calculations. Yep. Uh, sorry? I just said, yep. Oh, good. Because yes, so we've been trying. We've been uh, it's been decided that we're going to try to keep this a bit shorter than an hour and a half. So why don't we uh, go one last um, one last point that Mike had made, and maybe we'll come back. I'm sure we will come back to cloud storage and go more specific. Um, this was sort of meant to be a sort of across the top description. Um, 
I like your point of what would be the perfect cloud computing setup, so why don't we go with that. Mike, what's your perfect cloud computing setup? Um, probably where all my music and media and documents and pictures are all stored in one service that I can access across all devices. And I think I'd even be willing to pay for that if a service could <clears throat> yeah. as seamlessly and effortlessly as I'd like it to be. So, okay, two follow-up questions, then we'll move to the next person. <clears throat> First of all, how close percentage-wise would you say you are to that? And second of all, how much would you pay to get to 100? Uh, right now, pretty much photos-wise, I'm 100%, but mm -hmm. music, I'm not in the... Uh, the iTunes ecosystem, not fully. Okay. Like Maria does a bit of that, but um, as like I don't have an iPhone that I use personally, um, right. and uh, so I'd say I'm probably like ten percent. Oh wow! Okay, you're very far from it. Yeah, and, music, yeah. Music is a big percentage. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and what would you pay to get that? Um, I'm willing to pay. You know, like. I was paying like 50 bucks a month for a cable TV, which I don't pay for anymore. But I'd be willing to pay somewhere around that ballpark, I'd say, to have um, access to, to all my media from one one unified service. Like right now, we're paying for um, Netflix and Hulu and a DNS, and that's like 25 bucks a month or 25, yeah, 25 bucks a month. So yeah, I think 50 bucks a month for a consolidated media cloud streaming storage setup would be reasonable. Okay. How about uh, Nick? What would your perfect cloud storage be? Honestly, a Chromebook. Yeah? So like, that's all the way. Well, I mean, I'm not sure if this is still the case, but it used to be that they'd give you 100 gigs of storage if you actually bought a Chromebook. Sounds and I mean... You would have all your documents, music, like, I don't know exactly how the Google Music streaming service works, but... Canada doesn't have that. Of course we don't. Not yet. Lawyers! Yeah. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> um, assuming we could get that, I think a Chromebook is basically the perfect solution. Especially because if you have a massive irreversible hardware failure, your documents are still protected. Right. So long as Google servers servers are up at the time. Which, uh, barring an apocalypse, is probably going to be the case. Yeah. Well, usually. Yeah. And so, how much would you pay for that? Um. It's still free if you're using a Chromebook. I mean, it's what yeah. like <laughs> I could see paying like 10-15 bucks a month or so. Okay. Which is low, but I mean, it's low, but yeah. Comparing it to a free service. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's fair. Glad you think so. How about you, Carolyn? I don't really have anything to add. Oh, what's your perfect uh, cloud computing? Is, are you living it right now? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I haven't had enough time to think about to think it through and to think about what my perfect one would be. Okay, we'll we'll come back to that in a later episode. You think about it. Okay. 
What about you, Rob? My perfect uh, storage, honestly, would be to have a uh, backup of my entire operating system. Basically, live in a virtual machine. Um, have all my computers be connected to a virtual machine that ha could access all of my files across different formats and devices. Uh, that's basically what I do with my, my home computer, which unfortunately today caused a lot more problems than it helped. Um, but ideally, I would just, and I do use TeamViewer a lot and uh, Windows uh, remote desktop connection to just access that. And I have a, a server, a service setup called Tonito, which enables me to get full file access for my hard drive. Um, so the only thing that could cataclysmically cause me to lose all my information is if that hard drive crashed, um, in which case I would lose the operating system, but my files would all be fine. So that, that's what I would do is um, I would want a virtual machine that's indestructible and that I could access from any computer with with low latency, low, low enough latency that you wouldn't notice any anything. So I guess it's similar to a Chromebook, um, but with a sort of virtual operating system. Aren't you just describing a server, though? Yes, I am. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. That's already attainable, though. I'm doing it, yeah. <laughs> just, like, put in two hard drives and have a, I don't know, what is it called, a RAID setup? I want to lower the latency of, of that to the point that uh, it's instantaneous without with perfect pixel. Um, yeah, that's what I want. So what percentage are you at? Uh, well, well, from one, from one perspective, I'm very close. I'm probably at 95% because I can already access all my files. But uh, in terms of getting that to to sort of pixel perfection and no latency, uh, I'm probably about 60% of the way. Just if, when internet speeds up and we finally get fiber ubiquity in uh, places other than three Google Fiber cities, um, I think I'll be happy. And how would you? How much would you pay for that privilege? I would pay. I don't know. I, I think around 50 maybe up to $75 a month. That would give me, like, I'd have gigabit access anywhere with, like, even with my phone, I would pay, I'd pay quite a bit for that. Because mm -hmm. that's what it would require is, it's sort of gigabit internet anywhere you were, 3G, 4G, whatever the next um, system is. Yeah, 5G. Uh, well, 4G is called LTE, so whatever they end up calling that's what I. That's what I would do, and I would pay a lot for that. Good. So I guess uh, we'll stop it there. We'll we'll probably come back to some of these cloud topics in later episodes, but for now we'll let everyone get on with their days. Uh, thanks for thanks for hanging out with me again, and uh, thanks for sticking through even though I had many many more <laughs> problems than I'd like to admit. It was pretty entertaining, Rob. Yeah, I'll I'll figure it out more and uh, get the title card working for next time. Sounds good. Hope so. So uh, I'll talk to you guys all uh, next week. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Cheerio.